What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Hello, Greg. Hey, Nick. How are you? I'm well. Started drinking with straws. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> Mike made one comment last week. Are your teeth getting yellow? No, not that. I wouldn't give a shit. I did. I used to smoke butts all the time. I know you did. I don't care about that. Uh, no, he was like, oh, yeah, we joking around, joking around, joking around, right, on the stream. Yeah. And, and uh, he made a comment. He's like, oh, yeah, the, the ice, we always have the ice throwing back. Yeah. Always throwing the ice back yeah. in the cap. So now I'm trying to make a concerted effort to not annoy you. Mike or What Andy a little pro you are out with, there with, doing with your work. Because I, I do imagine that it is annoying to hear that ice getting sure yeah no, no. We, i mean the audience has said it for years i appreciate you didn't respect them you just respected mike and andy never seen that comment once in my life okay really nope okay we can go find them we'll go find them. You I, fucking ch- I challenge you <laughs> is this what this is going to be about airing of grievances, <laughs> airing of grievances? <laughs> well nick we didn't get around to doing each other's performance evaluations this year but <laughs> during the kind of funny review process so we'll like we're gonna call jack quaid in for this yeah of Have course review me uh, if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, because maybe you're in your car listening, maybe in your UPS truck listening, maybe your office job listening. Uh, if you can't see us, though, it's just me and Nick. Andy, bitten by snakes. Tim out. delivered the snakes, rolled his car on the way, but you're trying mm. to get back to Gia. So they're both out. They're yeah, both you know why. Both, yeah. Nick, there's a wheel. <laughs> I forgot one. He's like, Flipped his little Prius. <laughs> his little Prius. His little fucking Prius. He loves saying that, you don't you? Prius. What's funny is I think your car is technically the same size and or littler, but Tim's car looks But my car looks cool. Yeah. The Mini Cooper looks cool. That's a respectable car. The people drive by like, is that the Italian job? Like, they're stoked about it. You is know that Mark mean? Wahlberg yeah, in exactly. that Mini Cooper? Nick, yeah. you actually Wahlberg think it right looks there? cool? The Mini Cooper? Yeah. It's a look. Because, like, I... I, like, it, I mean, it's, it's a small I, car. All smart car. I don't, I don't think that car is that here's small. Here's my thing. Cool. The Prius just C fun. is an ugly cars. body. I've said The Prius in general is a utilitarian body. I don't think it's great looking, but yeah. I, I that's not what you buy the car for. Obviously. No, no. The Mini Cooper has looks like an a spunk to it. Done. Yeah, it does have a, spunk. a spirit to it. Yeah, right there is what I meant. Spirit. Spirit. Uh, Some people hear it. So you buy that car. You buy that car because you think it's cute. It's a cute car. Yeah. Cute car. Yeah. Cool doesn't come anywhere into like the the equation. Okay. We're talking about fair enough. Things, you know it's got I mean? a personality. I dig. It and definitely vibe does. Because you know I've, I've been talking on the show often about since uh, Tim introduced this Volkswagen electric bus into my yeah. life, where I'm like, ah. Oh, I, yeah, ma, I want an electric eventually. Uh, Ben's going to be bigger. I'm going to have to drop him off, pick him. I, uh, I, we were at a bakery the other day, mm-hmm. like I think uh, Saturday. Not that this matters unless you're the person who drove this car. And uh, they pulled up in an electric country man, which is a bigger, it, it's like the big, it's the four-door Mini Cooper, but it's bigger. Oh, right, right, right. And it was an electric one. I was, God, I didn't know they made the electric man in country. Then, then I started, then my wheels started spinning. Of what if I just get a, what if I just get a white country man? You're just going to upgrade to the... The same car, but white, but a little bit, a little bit bigger, a little, a little bit, bit longer. You know? Do they call that one just the Cooper? No, I have just the Cooper because there's the Mini Cooper and then there's the Mini Cooper S. And when, well, I, when I test drove the Mini Cooper, they put me in the Mini Cooper S. Mm-hmm. And like they're like floor, and you'll feel I was like fuck this car does it does pick up. It kicks. And he's like, here's how much it'll be to get the S version. I'm like, fuck that, no thanks. And every time I fucking floored no in that. my Mini Cooper, now it goes. The Echo trying to get on the fucking highway, not get run over. Like they got the S every time. Yeah, every I say the Gen all the time because it's literally like floor it and like I'm coming over. Yeah, I'm a Ghostbuster. Always get that extra power, man. You never regret it. Yeah, no, never regret it. That's the country man there yeah yeah that's a nice see actually i'll take it back that's a pretty cool looking car and again the mini like cooper's like you know there's like 
I have the four-door Mini Cooper, so there's the Countryman there, right? And then it's like, bam, bam. You got like the normal size Mario, and then you go a little smaller with the two-door, just sure. two-door Cooper, and that's like little Mario when you yeah. start the game. I'm I'm a fan of sort of the mini, like the smaller, sportier-looking hatchback cars. We don't sell too many of those in America, so it's cool that sure. they can bring those back. Yeah, Audi yeah. used to have one for a bit. Um, Volkswagen used to have one for a bit, but I don't I don't think you can get them anymore. I think everything's a sedan now for the most part. BKD, Big Kev Dog. Can I get some AC out here? I don't know about you, but I got this laptop here. Oh, yeah, uh, you can have some AC. Yeah, I don't mind it. I never is that thing, you know, again, like I've gone and oh, I've done the, hey, I need a referral for the vasectomy. And oh. Like, cool, you'll get it. Yeah, here's the guy you got to talk to. It's another appointment. Well, you got to go. Your doctor can't just snip it there. No, yeah. you know how it is. It's like hey, doing anything in the healthcare system. You got to fight a million mini bosses yeah, before you get the yeah, thing you want. True. But this like, you know, this hot computer on my lap, you know, puts me in the clear for a couple days, which is now cool. are we still planning on now, can you ask that guy? And I'll just take a picture just come of my, with me. Just come with me to the referral. I, if I can't make it up there, can yeah. I just send you a picture of the underside of my balls <laughs> and have Christ. him look at them? Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know I mean? Like gonna, gonna, can you be, give my friend off? It's gonna be a consultation, I'm sure it's like 10 seconds. You wanna do this? Yeah, you sure? Yeah. All right, cool. And then I am sorry, one question for you though. So my friend is my co-founder. We do. Would you mind doing us at the same time? Two for one. So we can film it yeah. for a podcast. <laughs> we get a two for Would one. you be fine with that? Because that'd be great if we could do Honestly, that. Honestly, you should ask him that. I'm da- down, Danielle man. wants me to get a freaking vasectomy so badly. She's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. It just seems it's, like it's I don't need more work. Need we're we're busy, it. right? Aren't we busy? I'm so busy. I got so much stuff going on. I'm so busy. Very busy. I, got I don't know. Things and stuff. Are you, are you, so you're, you're, you're seriously going to do it? Eventually, yeah. Like it's not at the top of my mind. It's like one of those things where it goes around. It goes around the old Rolodex of shit. It's like I need it's to like do. it's the honey There's do list. So much shit to do. Yeah. That it's not at the top of my priority. Fix list. the windows. Paint the thing that got the, you know the thing got marred when the thing came into the house. Yeah. There's always that. Yeah. I got I got a bunch wall. of those on the day. And then yeah. it's like and then it's like make sure you call your mom on her birthday and then get your balls cut off. Exactly. Get your balls exactly. snipped. Uh, speaking of getting your balls cut off, but not having your balls cut off, and what happens when you don't have your balls cut off? The Haglers had their baby. Yay! Of course, uh, uh, I believe his name is Corey. Corey Hagler, Cody Hagler, Goat Hagler. Which one, the husband? Yeah, we don't care because he won't. He, he won't. He he hides his Instagram like a coward. Melissa, though, lovely woman. Lovely woman. And apparently, according to the chat, I haven't seen this confirmed anywhere. I had it told before I went live that they had had the baby, and then the the chat right now on Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny is popping off with the welcome of Millie. Millie. Millie Hagler. Oh, I like that name. Named Very after me. Very close to Billy. Named after you. Millie. Miller. Miller. You can't have named the kid Miller. If, if it was a boy, Miller would work fine. Miller Hagler. But for a girl, you got to say That is a little Millie. weird. Millie. Millie. Yeah. Millier. That's pretty cool. Millier. Yeah. That is cool. That's pretty cool. Very cool. I wonder what it really is short for. Maleficent. Maleficent. <laughs> Maleficent. Well, isn't uh, Jeff's Mildred? kid? Mildred. Millie. It's short. For, isn't, it, isn't her name short for Millicent or something like that? I don't know. I only know her as Millie. You know she's Maybe like a grown-up man. That. Yeah, it's weird. Remember when we met her and she was like well, twelve? Yeah. And I remember talking to her like, "Oh, you're how, how, one day I'm gonna have a kid. Well, how can I? How, can I, how do how do I make a cool kid? Like, what do I need to do and raise mm-hmm. them?" Mm-hmm. She's like, "I don't know, get the fuck away from me." And then it was like, and then I saw her. She's like, "Adult now." Yeah, she's like, "Here's a here's a pro tip: don't bring a bunch of weird ass adult dudes around your kid. Oh, I don't think don't let your right. kid be exposed right. to people like the kind of funny crew." Uh, Melissa Hagler says it was my nickname in grade school. So, Melissa Hagler, congratulations, of Millie. course. Oh. Congratulations to your goat husband, too. Millie, is it just Millie, period? Or is there something we're expanding and, and going, and this is the shortened version of it? Thank you very much. Goaty Hagler has his uh, handle changed here. Everyone, she, they're saying thank Good. you. Good. Very nice. Good. Good. 
Good. I like a good kid. Uh, we have a special podcast lined up since it's just me and Nick. But before then, I'll remind you, of course, this is the Kind of Funny Podcast. Each and every week, four, sometimes two, best friends gather on this table. Each coming to hang out with each other and talk about whatever it is they want to talk about. Yeah. If you want to talk with us, of course, you can head to kindoffunny.com slash podcast and give us your topics of conversation to hopefully get read on the show. Of course, then you should go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny. On patreon.com slash kindoffunny, of course, you can toss us a few bucks to keep our 11-person independent small business up and running. And of course, keep those mics and lights on. You'd get the ability to watch us record the show live just like the Hagglers are. Melissa Hagler says Millie Kate, and now she's just a nickname kid. Okay. Millie Kate. Uh, Millie Kate and Ashley. Millie Kate Hagler. Cool. I showed a Millie Kate and Ashley. Beep, 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 boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep. I think that's Kanye, right? What you just saying? Yeah. I showed a Millie Kate and Ashley. Oh, that one, I don't know. It's, that's, that's a cool G. Boop, boop. That's a blessing thing. Him and Rod, well, if Raj is listening, he would know too. But they've all done the whole thing now where they just tune us out. Yeah, it's fine. They liked us. They, they came in because of the content. Now they're too late. Kanye and Jay-Z says Lexi G. Thank you very much. Uh, over on Patreon.com slash kind of funny. You can watch the show just like us. and Or not just like us. You can watch it live just like Lexi G. And comment and be a part of it and have a great time. And ask us a whole bunch of questions today. Uh, of course, you could also get every show we do ad-free. You could get every show, including this one, live as we record them. You could get more than 300, almost 400 bonus episodes of content since we launched the spare bedroom last year. It's a great deal. It's a great deal. However, I digress. If you have no bucks toss our way, no big deal. YouTube.com slash kind of funny. And of course, podcast services is the kind of funny podcast wherever you get your podcasts. No matter where you get your podcasts or where you watch your videos, please like, subscribe, share, ring the bell, tell your friends, Apple, Spotify, leave reviews, star ratings, all that jazz to help us find fellow just broken ass individuals <laughs> like DJ Kento, Drew Tendo, Lexi G, Melissa Hagler, Goaty Hagler, Greg Miller, and Nick Scarpino. That's right. Because the world's better when we all hang out together and just fuck around. Sure. Speaking of hanging out and fucking around, Greg Way, it is Monday as we record this. Mm -hmm. It'll be Tuesday for everyone too cheap to pay for it on Patreon.com slash kind of funny. Wednesday, we are throwing the first in-person kind of funny meet and greet since 2019. That's Since wild. 2019, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to Square Pie, guys, and we are uh, welcoming their new Buffalo Chicken Pizza. That is the kind of funny pizza. It is a fundraiser for our Extra Life Marathon. Of course, you can go on over to kindoffunny.com slash spgparty. There you can buy your ticket. All proceeds from the tickets are going into our Extra Life campaign. Of course, you can then try to go there, buy the pizza, yada, yada, yada. Hang out with us. That's the more important thing. Get photos. Say, hey, are you coming? I think I am. Yeah. Get photos with me and Nick because we're the most important people. Uh, of course, your uh, ticket also comes as a raffle ticket when you get entered. And let me tell you, we have fabulous prizes. What, give me one of the. What's one of the prizes? So I can give you our bullshit if you want. Yeah. Which is, I have a whole bunch of press packs for like Cyberpunk Phantom, Phantom Liberty, oh, Minico's cool. Night Market. I have this giant Diablo thing that's been on my desk forever. Mm -hmm. I got hard. I got disc based games for some reason. Sick. I got Spider Man 2 if you want that in yeah. the Steelbook. Yeah. I got uh, digital codes for a gajillion games. But then. Square Pie guys themselves are giving away a bunch of pizza ovens. Like Sick. the super nice pizza oven. You go in your backyard and you're doing the thing. And you oh, got I love the, that. Yeah, real love deal. That. Real That's deal. Great. It's going to be fun. Very cool. Uh, of course, like I said, uh, this is a ticketed event. So you have to go to kindoffunny.com slash SPG party to be part of the madness. And then, of course, get ready for us to do our extra life uh, next week. We're doing a Friday stream. 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Is something crazy happening? Yes. 
Will you hear about it soon? Yes, I think Wednesday there's an announcement about That's our extra live stream. One. It's going to be a ridiculous week next week. Yeah. But I digress. For now, I'll tell you, of course, about this kind of funny Halloween shirt. Kindoffunny.com slash store. I forgot I was tethered. You can go to kindoffunny.com slash store and get it right now. And it'll look as good as on you as it does on me. Probably better, honestly, because you're not as lumpy. But I like this shirt a lot. I like it a lot, too. The last two shirt drops we do, have done, I think, are some of my favorites. The Jabroni's drop was great. If you missed out on that one, unfortunate for you. But I got a couple of them. And then, of course, this Halloween shirt is uh, it's pretty rad. It's very, very rad. I think, did Campfire do this one? Yes, that's right. Yeah. But he made it look like Cool Greg could have done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people are like, I said, is that a Cool Greg shirt? Like, no, no, no. Like, Cool Greg's wearing a shirt today that's, like, cool and kind of ironical. And I'm like, yeah, that would fit right in with his wardrobe. Yeah. But definitely go check that out. It's a good one. Jacob says, is, (laughs) to my reference of it's going to be a crazy week and our 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. stream on Friday for Extra Life, November Mm -hmm. 2nd, right? Sure. Third, whatever. right. All right. Is it going to be, he says, is it it the live vasectomy stream? It is not. You will be, you will know about that. I feel like... Not to Tim Gettys this. Sure. But I feel like this needs to be like a big deal when we get this. Yeah. These bisectomies bisect- yeah. yeah. together. And I don't know what Patreon perk there needs to be to watch this thing live, but sure. it's got to be like up there. Here's my thing. I don't mind. Of course, we're kind of funny. We want to pay it forward. So the vasectomy video has to go up for everybody. I like the idea of live streaming it to the Patreon audience like we are right sure. now for mm-hmm. patreon.com slash kind of funny people in the truck chat. However, I'm not against putting on the patreon.com slash kind of funny two slots and they're people to come they come and they, <laughs> they snip it <laughs> they're the one who snip it like an umbilical cord you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> do you want gregor do you want nick there you go mazel tov, you know? oh my god that's so funny <laughs> i neutered greg miller we could sell that shirt oh my That'd god right i neutered greg miller and all i got was this shirt all i got and was on the back like, no they made me pay for it yeah i had to pay for this and shirt I'm just saying I'm always willing to pay it forward to people who support us. Like our Patreon producers, James Hastings, Jedi Master, Deadpool, Casey Andrew, and Nathan Lamoff. Today we're brought to you by BetterHelp, but we'll talk about that later. For now, Nicholas, are you ready for something different? I'm definitely ready. I can't remember the last time we did a one-on-one podcast. I don't think we ever have. When we do one-on-one podcast, it has a kind of funny, usually it's something serious. Yeah. Like when I came back from, you know, Jen's mom passing, I did a one-on-one with Tim because yeah. I need to talk to somebody. Very poignant. There's episode. been a few other things about this. This one's just, you know, for shits and gigs. That's what that's what I like about us. Because you get the variety here with the podcast. Yeah. You get the serious topics with you and Tim. You guys are usually the serious boys together, yeah. either, whether it be a, a video game show or on this podcast. But you, But I enjoy podcasting with you because it gets silly. And that's what I look forward to, especially on a Monday after a long Dude, weekend. you know, it's the week end is over. You're back here. You got to hang out with all these schlubs. Roger. Although, you know, you weren't, you were live. I'm joking around. I love everybody. You know, of course, I'm always all, excited. I love Roger too, but I'm going to talk. I, I have never I know I'm gonna talk seen about two human beings hang on every word more than myself and Roger when Kevin was out there trying the new burrito place. Oh, really? The new burrito truck. Kevin got one from today it's and important. sat down. And I, t- I was playing a game for review. I took my headphones off and turned and looked at him for a bite-by-bite bite analysis. So did Raj. I mean, it was just funny because you don't even go to that thing. I did. No, I used did to. You? It, I eventually you know, remember when we moved in, there was a heart-to-heart Greg had with himself where mm-hmm. in and out can only be once a week. Once a week. And the burrito truck, I was like, I can only do this once a week. And then I started like (laughs) fibbing it, you know, where it's like, I'm doing a Thursday, but I'm also doing a Monday. Yeah. It's like, that's different weeks, but whatever. And so eventually though, it was like, I had to stop. Not because I I wasn't, I hadn't even eaten myself to being sick of them. Yeah. I was just like, I am eating too many burritos. It's tough. You start feeling, you literally start feeling weighed down as you're walking through the week. Yeah. 
And I'm, I'm proud of you, though, because you do, you have the ability now to self-correct, and you bring in the broccoli, you bring in the chicken, yeah. you bring in that yeah. nice homemade dish that's you know not full of cream cheese or sour cream and, and, and you know, cheese yeah. and all that stuff. No, no disrespect to the taco truck, but I'm glad we have a new one. It is nice when, you you know, you're running back-to-back shows, you got 15 minutes, you want to just go grab something real quick that's out there, which is great. But I've actually been trying to make a concerted push to, like, eat more vegetables and greens while I'm here. Yeah, yeah, it sets yeah, the yeah. tone. This lunch sets the tone. Like, the Monday lunch sets the tone for the rest of my week. I always feel like the lunch here is my one real opportunity to you know, manifest destiny. What am I eating here? Mm-hmm. Cause like here I'm just, it, when I get home, if Jen's like, Oh man, it's been a rough day. I want pizza. I'm like, yeah, let's just pizza. you know what I mean? Yeah. And she's like, I want to make something. Let's make something. You already want to go out. Sure. Let's go out. So it's like, I mean, that's a couple's activity. I'm not saying like, you know, I'm, it's a bad thing. Sure. I'm just saying here's like, I, dinner's the wild card. I don't know what will happen tonight. That's like exciting. we buy a bunch of stuff over the week at mm-hmm. weekend. Jen buys throughout the week to make sure we have stuff. One of us will cook yada, yada, yada. But still, it could easily be that you come home and it's the audible. Right. Pick something up on the way. Do this thing. We're DoorDash and whatever. Whereas here, I know if I just lock in and I do the salad, I do the chicken or whatever, then I'm set and I can eat bad tonight and not not feel like, oh, man, I've eaten garbage every day. Yeah. Smart. Or every meal, I guess. Yeah. That's that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You and, that's set, when I lost the, the ground with breakfast, too, because of Ben now. You know what I mean? Whereas like back in the day, you remember it was just me and yogurt. Just oh, I remember it used to yogurt. Of, You'd be like, this is my healthy bowl yogurt. Yep. And you put granola on it and then chocolate and some sort of Nutella. And then some sort of honey. I'm like, Listen, I'm eating. Okay, a, I think you're eating ice cream right again, now. Again, right? it's better than what I would have been eating before. What, right? what could have been better? Now, I'm, oh, now I'm, like we're, doing that. we're doing like, I, I'm telling you, yeah, sometimes I'll make a breakfast burrito. I'm making egg sandwiches. I'm taking the, we got the, uh, we got the Costco membership. So I'm putting in the ham and cheese croissants in there and oh, doing yeah. that thing. Oh, yeah. But it's because I want to feed little Benny. You know what I mean? Man, I had Baby a. Baby can't exist on yogurt alone. I had the best opportunity ever to reset my entire life this morning. Sure. And I failed miserably. Okay. The Starbucks. Oh no. Mine. One of my, one of those Starbucks closures was yeah. near my place. That was like the one I go to every morning. Yeah. And so, cause it was easy. Cause I would just like, you know, on, it's on the way to work basically. And there was like a little loading zone that I would just pull into on the mobile Park order. Illegally, yeah. yeah, totally. I mean, it's a loading zone and I'm loading the coffee into my car. So that's how I figured I'd get around that. Yeah. Um, but it closed and I tell, I told D on Saturday, she goes, I'm really worried about you because you really like your morning ritual. You like the yeah, coffee, yeah, you yeah, like yeah, to get a little break, like a little Starbucks sandwich. I drink, you know, drink it and eat it on the way to work, you know, relax, listen to a podcast or whatever. And I'm like, Stop you right there. Sure. are you, are you back on sandwiches for a while? You were so egg bites. I was on the egg bites for a real long time. Okay. And then I don't know why I just went to the sandwich. So I love a sandwich, but it's bite. the same thing with carbs and everything else. It's the thing. I, and this is the thing too. I got uh, from over at the Costco. Mm-hmm. I bought a bunch of the egg bites there that it's I can the I, I toss it. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're they good. Fuck, I'm, you know, they're, yeah, they're good. Okay. Maybe I'll try that. No, I mean, I, I should. I'm like, I'm going to wake up tomorrow. I'm going to make some eggs, no coffee. And then I'm going to drink some water, go to work. And if I want a coffee by the time I get to work, I'll swing by that Starbucks over there and yeah. grab one, right? Get in my car. And I, like, not even before I got my car, as I'm walking to the elevator, I'm like, nah. And I mobile ordered Starbucks. And then I fucking, I had to like park all the way down the block and walk like three blocks up. And I'm like, this is not going to do, it's not tenable. So I got to figure out the new plan. But man, it's, yeah, the, the, certain portions of the city are just fucking crazy right now. So it's like, it's tough to to navigate all of that, but yeah. whatever, I'll figure it out. Where there's a will, there's a way. And you have the will for Starbucks and the way you'll find. How you doing? Give me the Nick Scarpino update. I'm not, and, not, and I don't mean like, into the minutia. Mm-hmm. I mean, the top level. How are we doing mentally? How are we doing physically? Physically, I could I could stand to lose a couple. Mentally, I'm still sort of like good, just a bit uh, 
you know, it's always go, go, go with us, yeah. the pace, the pace. Yeah. And then I've been doing a lot of comedy at night too. So that's kind of, yeah, you burn both ends, which is tough. Yeah, it's tough. Um, so I have to, I have to really be aware of my, like today's my night off. I'm saying, no, I'm going home, hanging out with D and then Wednesday, probably have to meet and greet. I'll go home as well and not do anything there. Um, but I had a great weekend. Actually, I ended up, uh, doing some guest spots at punchline, which was oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Somebody, uh, there's a, there's a couple guys in the, in the scene that film stuff yeah. for comics and it's kind of a quid pro quo. So like, Hey, I'll film it for you. Um, and then you let me do a couple guest sets and I'll yeah, yeah. kick in on the clips. But that came down, like three people passed on it and then someone got my name and I was like, yeah, I'll come by and like turn on one of our two stupid little cameras for you. Sure. Um, if you, and then he's like, yeah, cool. I'll give you seven minutes. And so walking into punchline is the first time I've ever been on like the lineup. Sheet. I, I was like, took a picture of yeah, it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And then I was like, I don't want to post it. Cause I don't want to like, like it, this is how, this, this is, is how mo you moment. No, it wasn't even that. I was just like, I don't want to post this because I don't want whoever books this show to see my name and be like, what the fuck's he doing on that? And then call them and be like, dude, get him off that, like, you know, get him off the guest set list. Um, but it was cool. I walked in and everyone that works at Punchline is fucking awesome. The cops and Punchline people are insane. They're so cool. Yeah. And so fun. And they're so professional. And just walked in and they were like, hey, do you want anything to eat? Anything like that? And I was like, this is strange. Yeah. yeah like, cool, you're doing seven minutes. You want a two minute light or a one minute light? I was like, two minutes, please. Like, cool. No problem. And just treated so well the entire time. And it was just such a blast to like, take the pressure off of the showcase that I go to every Sunday yeah, um, yeah. and just be able to know that I'm going to perform and go on the stage and have fun with the audience. And then uh, I was uh, opening for Sandy Danto, who is a LA comic and he was just a super nice guy and he was gave me some nice feedback and was very encouraging. So it was a really fun weekend. Talk to me about that. You know, you do comedy, not every night, but a lot of nights, probably three to four nights out of the week. Yeah. And so like you're saying, like the punchline is you show up and hope you're going to get called up. Show right? up to go up. Yeah. yeah. The others are all practice and going through. and The others are that. actually like booked gigs. Okay. So now I'm helping out um, my friend Abai and my friend Richard. They run a promotion called The Setup, uh -huh. uh, which is probably the coolest promotion in San Francisco. And they have a really rad, they have two clubs or two, I should say rooms. They call them rooms, right? Sure. Uh, difference being a club is an actual established like brick and mortar place. A room is like, hey, we're running this show out of another like a theater or yeah, another yeah, space exactly. or whatever, but it's not our room it, or it's not our, we don't own the walls. So they run a place called the Speakeasy um, in the Palace Theater and I'm there a lot now and it's rad. It's like 80 people in a tiny little cellar room in the bottom of a you know, speakeasy with craft cocktails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's dressed and looks hot. And you get up there and you're like, "Do you dress up for it too?" Uh, I mean, I dress nicer. Okay, you know, you're not doing this usually. And I, I'm not insulting outfit, but this is what I see a lot on Instagram: is you in a sweatshirt, maybe a jean jacket over. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll dress it up a little. Okay, you know, I'm still trying to say. I mean, I'm hip. I'm I like cool. when you have the collar shirt. Yeah, I, like I usually that. I'll go into something like that, or yeah. I'm, I'm dipping my toe back into Hawaiian shirts. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like you wore, you wore a dynamite shirt to Ben's birthday. That's what it was. I was yeah. like, I got to wear this shirt more often. Yeah, but you got to find. You know how it goes. The the button up shirts. Are a mixed bag. Yeah, you find one you love, you button it up. You're like, nah, that won't do, because yeah. then the buttons start peeling up, uh -huh. or it's too short, uh -huh. and you understand your belly starts getting yeah. cold. Yeah, so it's all that sort of jazz. But yeah, you know, I'm trying to trying to make a little bit more of an effort because um, I'm hosting a lot of these shows too, so I'm sure. up on the stage a lot. Yeah, so that's kind of fun. But yeah, back to where I was driving originally though. So when they say you have seven minutes, are you do you know your seven minutes cold? <laughs> like you know exactly what you're putting, where you're putting, and when yeah. you talk to the audience. And yeah, yeah, in theory. Um, Yes, I do. And so when I get the light, I kind of know what my kind of closers are. Gotcha. And then we go from there. I um, Yeah, it's pretty easy. I mean, after a while, I've, I've probably got 20 minutes of material right now. The, the, the idea is still I'm driving toward that 15-minute audition. So hopefully I'll get that in the next year. Um, I'm not in any super hurry now because I'm actually just kind of enjoying where I'm at. But sure. eventually it would be nice to get past there and become one of their regulars, which would be cool. Okay. Yeah.
Well, I put up on Twitter it was going to be a special two-man podcast, one-on-one, and so I needed your questions there. Uh, Brando, a.k.a. the Brando Coot, wrote in and said, What's it like carrying the comedic weight of the company on your backs? Also, how do you both manage to stay so humble? It's tough being as incredible as we are. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think you learn early on that when you're us, it's sort of like um, it's like a speedboat cutting through the normies. Sure. You got to slow it down sure. a little bit because you don't want to leave that much carnage in your wake. The amount of times you and I have been on a podcast and then we have to do what we call the toe touch where we touch each other's toes. Yeah. That's the signal that we are being far too funny. Too funny. It's that thing where We're, Andy's over here looking like a caveman trying to smash some rocks together. Yeah. Tim looks like a corpse. Yeah. Nobody, you know, it's like, uh, slow it down here a second. You know know. what I mean? Like, I've seen Roger go in the bathroom and cry because it's just, I mean, he's literally like a junior high student trying to play with Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it is out there. Exactly. You can't do that. You can't crush him that way. Just ankle breaking. I love Roger. People always ask me, like, why do you talk? If you like Roger so much, why do you talk so much shit about him? Sure. And it's, it's really just to, like, break him down and build him up. You know, sure. make him tougher. You know, I was watching a TikTok the other day where the kids showed up to basic <laughs> training for the Marines. Yeah. And I was there all screaming at him and throwing their phones and shit. I'm like, God, I fucking hate this stupid shit. I'm like, but I know the whole shit. And I think that's why it wouldn't work for me. Of course, I know the shtick is, you mm-hmm. know, break you down to nothing and build you up in their image. And yeah. we are in the per- we are in the middle of doing that to Roger. Yeah. And it's because He's we love him halfway through his prime. I mean, because that's the thing is like, you know, what I mean, like it would be much worse. Like you should be concerned the fact that we never talk about blessing. Because that means, of course. But Roger, like Roger. we talk so much shit about because yeah. man, this yeah. kid is great. Roger, I came <laughs> I came in the other day and Roger looked at me and he stepped to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you told me this the other day that he's been doing this to you. And I've this never been it sounds like he's starting to he's he's fi- figuring he's it out. He's figuring it out, right? He's testing the walls, he's trying to figure out where where the, the structural integrity is weak. And it's cute. I mean, it had all of the intimidation factor of like a corgi running with a stick. You ever see a dog run with a stick that's too long and he uh-huh. tries to run through a door Many and he fucking yeah. slams the stick yeah. back into his own jaw? That's kind of how sad it was that he tried to intimidate me in that regard. But I, sure. but I give him kudos for attempting it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Good for you. You got knocked on your ass. Get back. Why do we fall? Yep. So that yep, we yep. can get back up and you embarrass ourselves again. If done right, no can defend. Right. Uh, Melissa Hagler tweeted as well as being in the chat because, of course, she's a super fan who married a goat. Hagler's are parents. The topic, should our daughter Millie be a Millie goat for Halloween? Please advise. Yeah. 1,000%. I, I think the whole family should go as goats. <laughs> right? It makes less Don't sense. I mean, here's the thing. Is there has to be the remembering no. the, Wait, the stick, normies. Stick with me. Stick yeah. with me. Cody goes as a goat. Uh-huh. Melissa goes as a human. The kid goes half goat, half human. See, like I centaur? understand. Yeah, no, I got it. No, I understand. I understand where your heart is at and your head is at with that one. But it is, again, like, ugh, I don't know if that translates. Because there's a lot of explanation that needs to happen. No. If he has a spot-on goat costume and she is just a normal. and then But you dress the kid. Like, I don't know what color Melissa's hair is right now. But you dress the kid blonde, like so. spot-on blonde, yeah. right? Yeah. So it looks like the mom. But then the bottom half is the dad's goat body. Yeah. And the two parents are standing next to it. That is a, that is a fucking Christmas card right there. See, again, though, I think you're ju- it's just I like the idea of iterating on what we've built here. It's kind of funny. Where, of course, mm-hmm. we all know and the Trogs all know and the audience all know Cody is a goat. 
Right. We it, a few weeks ago we talked about him trying right. to t- tie body. Couldn't Incredible. do it. Incredible. I mean, clearly Melissa had to change his. That means we get to this thing where, of course, I've changed their lives and brought them closer as a couple. So they yeah. name their daughter after me, Millie, for Miller. Miller. So Miller, then yeah. now you could do what you're talking about, but it's like I would just go Millie Goat and then have them dress as farmers. Because again, when you step outside of our bubble, it gets tough. Kevin, I sent to assets a TikTok that I had posted on my Twitter. I love that TikTok does this where you can download it and it keeps their information on it. You know what I mean? Oh, that's cool. Still promoting I it or whatever. That. That's right. This is how normal people interpret shirtless Spider-Man. Can we play this? <laughs> Whip it up. Whip it for real. The fuck am I looking at? <laughs> Yeah, dude, they think it's fucking porn. Yo, what the fuck these niggas talking? (laughs) (laughs) Out of all my, out of all the shirtless Spider-Man stuff and all these things and the excitement that a surrounded launch of every journalist at the preview event sending me texts about it, Mm -hmm. uh, people reviewing it and flipping out, sending texts, sending DMs, all these different things. I, and then, of course, just my Twitter feed to this day, to this day, being that. blown up with shirtless Spider-Man photos. It never even for a second stopped to think what a normal human being would think when they land on the water tower and find two shirtless guys being filmed with no context. Yep. Yep. And what I love is that Mike Poundro, uh t- tweeted in response to that really puts how authentically goddamn weird we all are in perspective. huh? You start you start peeling back those layers, man. We, that is a fucking weird thing. That's strange. And that's the thing. We can't. I don't want to do that to Millie on her first Halloween. Millie Goat is perfect. It's very funny. You guys dress as farmers. Let it go. So uh, someone in the chat said implied bestiality for Halloween? Question mark. Who's implying it? We already said he's a goat. You know what I mean? You know, to each their own. Yeah. You want to have sex with a farm animal? Where they they had a goat with the goat. Oh, that A24 movie? I never watched watched it. it. It was like a sheep kid or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah I never the saw sheep it. dad shows up. He ain't having it. Oh, really? Oh, he ain't sheep having it. He's like then. the devil. You know, the sport. Oh, like yeah, because the eyes, the yeah. devil's eyes. Devil. Lamb, says DJ Kanto. Thank you so much. Are you guys doing Ghostbusters for Halloween again? Yeah. What's the play? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's that thing where I hope, of course, uh, Ben will want to be a Ghostbuster the rest of his life. Uh, <laughs> the problem is he won't be, and I oh, can accept that. I love Halloween. Different shit. He's going to want to be whatever's big that year. I love Halloween. I'll let my son be whatever he wants to be for sure. Halloween, but he still doesn't fully grasp all the he's concepts not getting of it. it. Yeah, he's not so getting it's he's like sure. even now, if we were to ask him what's he want to be, he'll just grab whatever off the shelf. He, even if he, but if like he's so into cars right now, yeah, if he could wrap his head around that, he'd want to be Lightning McQueen for sure. But like, um, it's that thing where he doesn't. So I'd rather have the family costume another year. You know what I mean? Because sure. again, it's so easy. Of like, I'm going to put him in the uh, uh, the wagon. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I got one of those wagons, you know, for the farmers market. Yep. I'm going to put logos on the side of that. Maybe a little Ecto One license plate. Awesome. So I can drag him around that. Have a little speaker playing that. <coughs> the Ghostbusters song. We're always a big hit in the neighborhood. Oh, know? people love you guys. Yeah, exactly. I can yeah, tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Meow, meow, meow. Rig writes in and says, "What was both of your first impressions meeting each other's spouses? You met my spouse before I met her." I did. Yeah, because we met her at Comic-Con, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Jen's awesome. She was awesome then. She's awesome now. Uh, we got exclusive access to the zipline thing, yeah. and I yeah. think we got hammered. So yeah, you did. it was pretty 10 out of 10 for me as far as that experience sure. is concerned. Sure. When did you meet D? Several times. Yeah. And I mean, every time was the same. Like, no. 
Yeah, different woman. What is the, well, that? That we'll get to that. Oh. But it was just the fact of like, why is this adult hanging out with Nick? Yeah, it's weird. She's an she's a she is a person. Yeah, she's an it's adult with formed. a capital A. She is yep. a life. Yep. And then it was the fact that yeah, the first three or four times I met her, I was pretty sure you were hiring a different actress every time to show up because she looked radically different. Yeah, she's radically. Like, she changes different. her hair color a lot. Yeah. To the point where sometimes I come home and I'm like, see. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. We lucked out. We got good ones, and they all like each other, which is cool too. Everyone yeah. gets along, which is yeah, nice. yeah, for sure. It's always, you know, it's always a, a, a worry in the back of the brain. It's like, yeah. you know, I mean, like, you is know, D gonna hate everyone, <laughs> <laughs> dude. My favorite turnaround, and I think we've talked about it in passing, me and me and Jen and Mike, but whatever, is that like Jen did not get Mike at first, and I mean, I mean, like before, mm. it was that thing of we had the inside track of having done the Patreon calls with Mike, so mm -hmm. we knew Snow Mike, mm -hmm. Mike, we knew it wasn't fake, we knew this is how he was, da 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 da. And Jen was uh, the other thing of just like, he can't. Who is this guy? Like he can't be this positive. He can't be this thing. It's got to be an act, right? He's got to be hiding something. Da 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 da. And now, of course, Uncle Mike is like her favorite. She needs to um meet his dad. Big Mike. Big Mike. I've never met Big Mike. Yeah, when he Big, came yeah, to you were here. Yeah. yeah, Big Mike, he is exactly like his dad. You know how they sort of both have a conversational interview style? Yeah. Where when Mike's talking to you, even if it's just one-on-one, -on -one, he's like, he's he has like we're on the couch style energy. Yeah, like yeah, yeah presenting for sure. it to people. He gets that from his dad. Oh. His dad uses your name. Okay. Which is intimidating. What do you mean? Like Nick or Nicholas or Nick Scarpino? Greg, let me tell you. Okay. How, so, Greg, what... What would you say we should have for lunch today, Greg? Sure, 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 sure. It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. makes me go, yeah, uh, no. Uh, no, I, don't I don't know, know sir. That. Like, it's a teacher thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he does that. That's where Mike gets it from. And I've, 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 now, Mike, we're so, you know, we're so used to being around each other. He doesn't, he doesn't, he just calls me slappy now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a term of endearment, I hope. I don't know. I haven't looked it up in the Urban Dictionary yet. For all I know, I don't know, whatever. Um, but yeah, he, Mike can be one that's, that's very, very, he's a weird dude. For Mike, he's a like, weird dude. I think when you don't know Mike, you might be waiting for the shoe to drop. Like, this has got to be an act. Like, he's screwing with thing. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, exactly. that's just yeah. Mike. That's Mike. That's yeah. how he is, man. It's like Blessing was, like, really, really nice. Yeah. Oh, and then, the opposite. And then sometimes when I walk in, I go, what's up, Bless? And he goes, and I'm like, you're not wearing headphones. <laughs> and he's like, I headphones on. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's always got headphones on here I trying know. to do his work. I forget. Honestly. Trying to play his games. He's, he sneaks up on me sometimes because I'll come around the corner. Yeah. Because we don't see each other ever because our desks don't, like, they they're obscured. Yeah. And I'll look at him and he'll look at me and he'll give me that like, what was your name again? Yeah. Kind of rat. And yeah, I'm like, God yeah, damn yeah. it. Blessing. God I was damn so it. happy. Yeah. What was it last week where we had uh, two days in a row where you were just in such great spirits where you walked over, you're fucking with me and blessed talking about the roll door for no reason. <laughs> and not like in a way of, it had anything to do with the business. Just fucking with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, this is nice. Well, it's so, it's so lovely to have everyone in the office for once. And then of course now this week, everyone's, everyone's out for yeah, various yeah, different yeah. reasons, whatever. But yeah, no, I'm not, you know, Trying to make an effort to get over to that side. Maybe we should. Maybe we should redo all the desks to just be one really long table. Sure, that'd be, that'd be something to do. Go to like, and do, <laughs> that'd like, be something to do. We could take like the Apple Store long table. Yeah, and have all the stuff there. Yeah, we'd have to rearrange to everything. It would be a massive pain in the ass now that I said that, but maybe. Nicole blooded. See what she did there. Nick, I think her name's Nicole, but she did Nicole. Cold blooded. Nicole blooded. Sick. If you were out on a little pal slash buddy date, what dish would you order for each other? Ooh. Mm. 
I, I, I have the benefit of having read through these a little bit before. Sure. What immediately jumps to me would be getting you the Atkins style burger because I'm so used to you doing that everywhere oh, yeah. we've ever gone. Oh, yeah. And granted, you know, I'm thinking like when we were at IGN, so it was like going to Pete's and Pedro's and like fucking 21st Amendment or whatever, right? But you'd always do that where you'd get the burger with the lettuce bun rather burger than no bun, lettuce wrap, sit there with your knife a little bacon and avocado. And I'd always look at it and I'd always be like, damn, I should have done that. <laughs> Whatever I was getting is this giant bready fucking mess. Yeah, like, no well, it was always, you remember back in the day when we used to go, like, we'd grab food on the way home before we did the podcast or whatever, or if, like, the four of us needed to meet, we'd always, and I'd be like, dude, this is going to be, it could be a long night with another meal at the end of it, so I was wanting mm. to stay lean. Or I could be on camera after this, and I don't want to, like, sure. feel the way I feel like I look on the outside sure. and the inside. Yeah, when but, you're bloated, yeah. Yeah, but you remember, like, th that's the one thing, and I'll say, knock on wood, because we haven't, hasn't come in here yet, but... This year has been pretty okay with the holidays so far, and I don't I don't want to say Beetlejuice so many times. We have any Halloween candy in the office? Oh, uh, okay, okay. But you remember at IGN, it was always like I'm just eating constantly. Yeah, I eat my face off. I used to share a desk with this guy that would bring these fucking these goddamn Cheez-Its in every single day, and they were sweet and spicy. See, and now here's them. well, they're hot and spicy. Hot and spicy. here's my thing is like I feel like I've done well at I I I eat I eat more at the office, but I'm eating the stuff I've brought. So I'm having like my fig Newtons, yeah, which I feel like are better than most things I could eat. Sure, I'm, the cheese that I'm still eating, not daily, but a lot of. But I limit myself to the two snack bags. I bought the prepackaged ones. Oh, smart from Costco. Yeah. So I have them in the drawer, and it's like smart. that's all I have. Like I'm just gonna lock myself off there. And then yeah, like it's like today, you know, what did I do? I had well, I had breakfast at home, then I had a muffin on the way in, then I did uh, uh I had uh ch chicken, rotisserie chicken, and then this. Quinoa broccoli salad. Yeah, I made see, that's yesterday. so great. That's yeah, so yeah, great yeah. for you. Then I did the cheese. It's in a Coke while I was treating uh, myself. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> I mean, that's, <laughs> that's that. Well, that's the thing is, I'll never forget the first time I saw you prepare lunch for yourself. He does, folks, he does this thing. He has this beautiful, like, rotisserie chicken and then this very healthy looking, like, kind of quinoa y broccoli thing. And then right next to it is a, like, a napkin that has three Oreo cookies on it. Just three. Not two, not four, three. <laughs> and it's just right there. And then, like, one Coke. Yeah. And I'm well, like, I know the Coke probably didn't happen. The Coke's been a more recent thing. Actually, guys, yeah, I was going to say. I felt I like a wagon because all you guys are these Cokes in here. But you were never really a Coke drinker. I'm not, but nah. the problem is, this is legitimately the thing, is that from you and me at IGN with the box of hot and spicy mm -hmm. Cheez-Its, the move would be I would have Cheez-Its and then want a Coke. And to this day, the snack is I have the Cheez-Its and I want a Coke so oh bad. Oh, my God, so bad. Like, yeah. that salty and sweet yeah. that just interacts yeah, with yeah, itself. Yeah, yeah. But that's are the only time I ever want Are you keeping these Cheez-Its in your little file camera? Yeah, is that what my bottom drawer. Because <laughs> like, I haven't seen these things around anymore. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Is it because last time I opened them up, I left them open, and they got stale, and you got pissed at me? No. <laughs> Remember you got me giving There's shit. a part of that, but it's not the entire part. Okay. It's just the fact that like I, you know, I'm like, I need to be better about my money and my food budget, right? So it's sure. like I buy the stuff and I don't want it just to go. If we put it in the drawers, I do or in the shelves, I do feel like that's up for grabs in anybody territory. I think the so shelf I, I have my I have my bottom drawers, cliff bars, fig bars, and cheese. Very smart. Because here's here's why. And it's no disrespect to anyone in our office, but I feel like the 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 cabinets is where food goes to die. Yeah, 100%. I feel like we open it, it goes into the cabinet, and then I go, I'm hungry, and I'll pull something out, and you'll just see the look of it and go, that's not good no. anymore. Well, I I, like, I had a, you know, you know, I thought I had him dead to rights, Roger Picorni, right? Mm -hmm. I thought I had him dead to de rights as being just a fucking child. But then he flipped it on me, and I'll tell you, I'll spoil it, that it wasn't, he's like, I had nothing to do with it. But, like, when we had done the, uh, whatever, one of the streams we did, I don't know if it's when I was, cooking something on the grill or whatever it was is when we were making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and i was toasting them or something there was something on it oh yeah, yeah it yeah. doesn't matter yeah. I, I instacarted lunch which i think i got a rotisserie chicken and, and then i also got like peanut butter jelly and the bread and i was making sandwiches for people whatever 
And then I made the move of leaving it out. And like, if you, uh, I assume somebody else is going to want something. Uh-huh. So make it for yourself. Or no. I think I ate one of those. I had bacon in it, right? I think that's what it was, right? Yeah. We were doing something. It was a bacon, some, peanut butter, some and jelly sandwich. Something. Something like oh, that. it was on the, somebody on the morning show. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Anyways, though, uh, months go by, a month, two months, whatever. And I opened up the shelf, the, the cupboard, right? And the jelly was in there that had been opened and then just mm-hmm. left in there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no, you got to refrigerate this. And so I called Roger out on it because he had asked about my peanut butter jelly a long time ago. And he's like, that's where I found it. Blah, blah. And I was like, oh, so this is something that somebody put away. It's just like this thing of like, oh, that's interesting that that happened and nobody walked that through. I know we've got a lot of really good topics, and I do want to answer this do question we, about what I, mean, I buy you. and people wrote in. Um, <laughs> fair enough. But we do need to get to the bottom of this condiment conundrum. Yeah. Okay. Because I've seen it in many different ways. Oh, you can open the peanut butter. You put it back in the shelf. You can open the salsa, whatever. You can open the jelly, whatever. Salsa can't put things. Everything's got to be refrigerated, right? Peanut butter doesn't. Really? Yeah, peanut butter stays out. We're sure about this. 100%. Because I've been eating that peanut butter in that drawer for like six months. But nothing bad happens if you put it in the fridge, right? I just feel like it gets harder to spread. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, but when you scoop it out and shove it in your mouth like I do, it's easier because you lick it like a dog. (laughs) Nick's probably eating it the most, like legitimately. I mean, whatever you want to put it, put it. I don't care. But jelly, well, shouldn't jelly be able to stay out? It's a preserve. No, jelly's got to be refrigerated. It's all shit. Refrigerate on the side. Refrigerate after opening. Salsa, refrigerate, right? Yeah. yeah. So pretty much everything but peanut butter. So why not just put peanut Peanut butter butter, or peanut butter or hot sauce? Uh, why not? I want to say sauce. soy sauce, right? Because there's why nothing not in it. Sauce? I might, I, soy sauce, I could be wrong on. I think I'm wrong on soy sauce. I just feel like everything's, everything's perishable at a certain point, right? Honey, people are saying. You well, yeah, honey, honey? Remember, this is the whole thing. Oh, Pure they sugar. found it in the Egyptian pyramids and you could eat it still. Did they? Yeah, they did. It, it crystallizes. You have to put it like in hot water to get it oh, liquefied again, cool. but it's there. Yeah, yeah. Watch the uh, 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 David Beckham documentary. Yeah, Netflix. a lot of people are talking about this. Really, really good. Starts off with him at his like farmhouse in, in, in England. Yeah. Walking over to his bees. He's got bees. He keeps bees. And I was like, what a nice life. You keep these bees. And you used to be like a world famous soccer player. And I used to learn. It's pretty cool. I want that for us. Jen wants bees real bad. Really? Yeah. Like she wants bees. She wants chicken. She, chickens. Chickens. She just wants to eat chicken. She wants an outdoor pot or she wants a pottery like wheel and stuff and like a kiln. Like eventually this is like, you know, three kind of funnies from now. When we flip this one, we flip the next one. We flip the sure, next sure, 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 sure. Because ain't, ain't nobody got money for this kind of stuff. No, no, no. God. Yeah. Well, you yeah. need space for that stuff too. Also, you want bees? You can't keep that shit by the house. You got to be like, that guy's sure. out in the forest somewhere. Sure. Millie, you yeah. know, I got a bee guy, right? My brother-in-law is a bee guy. I didn't know he's a bee guy. Oh yeah. He's a bee guy. I think like there's a lot of bee people. One of our neighbors does have bees. Sure. Yeah. She's like the grandma of the neighbor. She's got bees. And then I got people back in I would Illinois be so fucking mad if I lived next to her. I don't like bees. But they, they, I mean, they, her thing is keeping them in there. And then they're just pollinating the thing. Yeah, but eventually a couple of them stray over to your yard. And you're like, I'm trying to have coffee. And these bees are annoying. Bro, it's me. the yellow jackets. They're the ones you're thinking of. You got a lot of bee. Here's the thing. You got the honeybee. The honeybee, one of the coolest motherfuckers around. Just keeping the world going, keeping the food chain going. Pollinate. And then you got all these ones that like like to come in and ruin the bees like attitude and like ru- ruin the, the reputation. It'd be akin to people buying kind of funny merch and then wearing it out and doing crimes. Like that's what's happening. You got these things that you look at, you're like, oh, that's, and, uh, that's a wasp. Oh, it's a yellow jacket. Oh, it's this. And like they're, you know, but they're horrible. Just horrible little men. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's the only thing that's ever stung me before. No, I've been somewhere. Oh, Jesus Christ. That thing just scared the shit out of me. And yeah. You're over there. Yeah. God bless her. We went uh, for like three minutes today to do a test for something we're doing coming up and so we just left the empty set no sound and i, I crawled uh, army crawled in and brought her up and then put her down walked away. chat terrifying. had a big flip out about it, it was that's fun. terrifying it's fun i uh, i would buy you probably if we were out for a meal an ipa 
Thank you. You love IPAs. God, I could go for an IPA right now. And then, I don't know. I don't remember. I mean, guys, you usually just get chicken and, like, broccoli and vegetables. And yeah, like that. yeah. So I'd give you a couple beers. I'd do some wings, probably. Some, yeah, wings, yeah. I guess that's probably I mean, the, where are we at, play. too? That's I'm thinking 21st Amendment. Yeah, you probably, God, you probably get the wings there. They redesigned it, you know. They are, they? They're in the middle of doing a little... I'm shocked that place is still alive. I'm me shocked too. anything in Soma is still alive. Dude, me too. I was shocked that that was still going on. But I, like ballpark, but even then, it's like that's only so many months of the year while there's stuff happening down there. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. crazy to me. But like all those all those areas, I think, are still populated, which is crazy. So when we went to the ball game, I was, I was mystified that the Townsend area where IGN used to be is still, it still looks like there's people working down there, which is wild. Because most of Soma is like a ghost town at yeah. this point. And a lot of Van Ness and a lot of, I mean, all of Market and all of Van Ness at this point, the main, the two main thoroughfares are, are just gone. So it's kind of crazy to me. Like you go, you go, you push through all that and then you get to this like oasis of, uh, you know, prosperity down by the ballpark, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. I'll be interested to see if they can make it keep working. I imagine they will. I imagine we've seen the worst of it. I think closures will still continue to happen, but um, I think that whole area is, is propped up by the ballpark. And I think that, that I think, you know, you're always going to have diehard, Giants fans that are gonna be around and kind of want sure, but again, like fight. I mean, like my thing is, you know, there should be that sports bar, Pete, and the other one, Pedro's there. Yeah, that were owned by the same people, and they're gone. Yeah, those were. I mean, that one left went like in twenty fifteen though. Wouldn't didn't Did want to. No. Yeah, Pedro's really. Went out, like, oh, way I, don't I don't know the hell. I'm I think because I mean, remember that was that one time we we're like we're gonna go back to IGN for a thing, and we tried to go to like, um, get the fuck out of here. We're not letting you in. No, they <laughs> they hired us. Um, remember when they we went to try to go uh, Guapo or Guapo? What's yeah, the yeah. lady's name? Um, yeah. Uh, Victor's. 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 We used to walk you. into a place called Victor's, and the lady would always go, "Oh, la guapo." She would call us all pretty, and I was like, ah, that's, "I just love this woman." That went, yeah. And then Pedro's. I think Pedro's oh, went before shit, that. That place went. Yeah, that yeah, place has gone a long time. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Though I do think I remember Pedro's yeah. piece going a while. Is uh, this is one of the things I was thinking about with the burger too, and it's an old story we've told in the podcast before. But mm. the burger place down there, Umami Burger, or whatever, oh, where, yeah. where you got in a fight with the guy and wouldn't oh, come back. Crazy. That place <laughs> is not here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> fucking telling people what they should and you can and cannot have at their restaurant. I was like, have you ever heard the fucking customers always, right? Yeah. I was like, can I get avocado on that? Sir, we don't put any ingredients. We don't take any on or put any off unless you have an allergy. I was like, well, then I have an allergy to not fucking having avocado on my hamburger. Can you yeah. make that for me? Yeah. That's so mad. Yeah, you're still fired up about it, you know? <laughs> fuck? I mean, look, there was a, I, look, there's a lot of shit going, San Francisco is going, going through a lot of shit right now. But the one thing I will say is that the service industry is very, very, very like accommodating now. Because they because of all the shit we've gone through in the pandemic, pre pandemic, 2019, 2018 service, yeah. you could they 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 couldn't give a shit that you're they're like you're putting me out by sitting at my yeah, table yeah, here in San Francisco yeah. for some of the restaurants. Most of the restaurants are great. It's when I get to that reality where I'm like I don't want to be here. Like come on, give me a break. You're not you're not training me on how to be a good how to eat my food here. I'm a 43 year old adult for Christ's sake, soon to be 44. Speaking of, Glenn. Camerling writes in and says, as two members of the 40 and older club, do you ever look back and think about all the stuff you've seen and experienced over so many years? No, but I looked back the other day because I was looking through some assets for some other stuff we're doing next week. Yeah. And I found pictures of us from like literally four years ago when we had done those like Ghostbusters stills for the Patreon. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I look good back then. You look good now. And I've got about 10 on me that I need to, you know, Cut out. Ozempic off. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, it's uh, I I was I don't know what I was doing back there. I think I was just training jujitsu a lot more and probably not doing comedy because that's starting to having a cocktail every other night. Oh well, a little bourbon, a little bourbon on a Friday night, a Saturday night when you're done with your sets. Yeah, you know, you know, keep, take the edge off a little bit, relax. I was in a green room uh, on Thursday or Friday night, no, Saturday night, uh, because one of my buddies is leaving for L.A. and we just started pouring 
And I was like, well, fuck, here we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sunday came in. I was like a little bit slower than I needed to be. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Okay. I think I, back, but I mean, not like, do you think about the stuff you've seen the experience? Rarely. Like you were talking about the top of the show, right? Like we're moving so fast, doing so much. It's so rare. You get the chance to stop and think about any of the stuff we've done or what we're blah, blah, blah. Where yeah. you've been and what's going on. I was talking to uh, a buddy of mine last night and he was like, you guys did the Regency, right? I was like, yeah. Like three times. Yeah. And he goes, wow, what was that like? I was like, it's really cool. And then we did a prom afterward. And then I was like, and then the pandemic hit. So, yeah. but he was like, wow, that's a, that's a, that's a pretty big venue to like sell out. And I was like, yeah, you know, ish. Yeah. Sold it out ish. Yeah, but we did fine. We did fine. Though. But that was fun. But I, yeah, I don't know. I look back, I, I look back on a lot of stuff that we do and I'm very proud of what we did. And I'm very thankful that we got the opportunity to do it. But I really enjoy looking forward. I, I enjoy doing what we're doing now. And yeah. like, what are we working on next? What's coming next? Cause to me, I just never want to feel like I'm living the same day over and over again. Uh, yeah. And that can start to happen when we're in the grind, the production grind For of what sure. we're doing right now, you know? So that's why it's super fun to, to be thinking like, oh, what is 2024 going to look like for us? What are we going to be doing? Who knows? And then uh, one day Tim will tell us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, where are we going in the future? Well, it all comes down to your support. Uh, you can head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny on patreon.com slash kind of funny. Of course, you could be live in the chat right now. Like Goaty Hagler is like Cooper is like lemon bendy are. Uh, if you're in the chat live, keep asking us questions and keeping the conversation going. Of course, on patreon.com slash kind of funny. You can get each and every episode ad free. You can watch us record all the podcasts ad free. You can listen to all the podcasts later ad free MP3 video. You can get more than 300 bonus episodes of content, almost 400 now, like kind of you Greg way and oh, so much more. But I digress. Right now, you're not on patreon.com slash kind of funny. So here's a word from our sponsor. This episode's brought to you by BetterHelp. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? I can't even count the amount of nights I lose sleep just because I can't stop thinking and my brain just won't stop talking. It turns out one great way to make those racing thoughts go away is to talk through them. Therapy gives you a great place to do that so you can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. And it can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Some of my best friends use BetterHelp and love how helpful it can be for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. You can make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash kindoffunny today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash kindoffunny. Betterhelp.com slash kind of funny. So you said something there right before the ad break that resonated with me. Tim Gettys. TG. You ever think about this kid? I think about him a lot. I spent a lot of my brain capacity worrying about Tim. Do you, I mean, like, there was a time where he was like your intern. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where he got hired on and was this little kid and he didn't know what the hell he was doing. Yeah. I mean, he knew what he's doing, but he didn't know what IGN, you know what I mean? Sure. But it's like, there was that thing where, and I remember you mentoring him and being given just terrible advice all the time. Yeah, and then he just, he knew a YouTube. So he came and did, and then he, we did VidCon yeah. and then he said, you would help you and him would help fucking shoot the show. And then we, for me and teach me how to edit and premiere. And then like, but then here we are, yeah. you know, a decade plus later. I think it was a lesson. Like, here's my lesson learned with him. It's just like, Man, when someone's really passionate about something and really knowledgeable about it, like 
don't fight it, go with it. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. why that I, and I look for that same thing, even in comedy. Like there's a lot of guys that are 10 years, my junior who are crushing it. And I'm like, teach me. Yeah, I have no you, ego yeah, about yeah, that. You're yeah. fucking hilarious. You're young. You're awesome. You're fun. You're full of vitality. Like, how do I do what you're doing? How do I get past? How do I do these things? And like, I think there are some people that would be, that would have some level of, you know, insecurity about that. And sometimes maybe I do, but for the most part, I'm just like, man, you got to just go have fun. Yeah. And that's what, that's what was cool about Tim is he was like, oh, let's do this cool shoot. And I'm like, all right, let's make this happen for you. That sounds fun. It's exactly what I want to do. I want someone motivated to figure out what it's going to be. And then I'll step in and I'll help direct the damn thing. And it'll be fun. Thanks. Cool. G. Hell yeah. Cool. G. You want You want, you want some recap juice? No. Oh yeah. If we got a beer floating around the place, I'll take a beer. Cool. G. But if we don't, don't, don't do anything crazy. Cool. G's got you. I know. Cool. G's got me, but I, I, that's the problem is I know. Cool. G's got me to a fault where I was like, man, I could really go for a cerveza from Mexico. This kid's driving down to the border to get me a beer from Mexico. Exactly. (laughs) No need to bust your ass for it. It's fine. I can keep doing my water. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. But I think about it. It's like, cause you know, like, you know, it's just weird to go from even with you, I guess being strangers or being, um, acquaintances that, you know what I mean? Cause there was the thing of we're, like, we were know, work acquaintances for a very long time. Exactly. We're right, it, right until start. Really? We would run up into each other occasionally at a party or something. Mm-hmm. Like we'd have those crossovers. I have those great pictures of you, uh, you and Damon oiling each other up at that Halloween party. Right? Yeah. It was you know, Craig, the, Craig on. Yeah. And, where you, and that would be parties. those things where there would be like the crossover events where the comics crossed over. But I mean, especially like even then, I felt like I knew more about you at that point. Like I'll never forget some UFC event when you were just torturing Amy Doe, just giving her the hardest time when she was trying to shoot something. You're just like you're hazing. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? The same way we're talking what about I, Roger. What did I do to her? You were just uh, breaking yeah, her yeah, down. Yeah, right? yeah, like, sh- and it was the same thing. Was, Shut up, Nick. Let me shoot this fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's that idea of like you know, like for Tim to go from being like oh the one of the new kid that we hired, blah blah blah, to being the guy who's like. <laughs> the company, well, one main pillar of the company runs all the time, right? Like it's the, pretty crazy, insane. It's, I mean, it's just crazy to see. I mean, it's been, you know, obviously rad to work with him over the years and build this stuff with you guys. Um, but he, yeah, I don't know, man. I, 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 I think about the future a lot, and I don't know what our future is going to look like, but I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see kind sure. of where where everyone's going to fit. You know how this thing is going to keep going forward. Yeah, because I really, I really don't know. You know, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, obviously, like we're hopefully it keeps going and keeps growing and stuff like that. Yeah. But but yeah, it's kind of it's like you, when you work at IGN, you kind of go, okay, I kind of see where if I stay here. Yeah, you're. I, I mean, know where the next ten years I mean, of my life uh, look know, like, it, right? Not as even an insult, or and I don't mean it that at all. But you're a cog in a machine. Like the machine of IGN yeah. rolls on, and when someone like us leave, that you move that they cog out and you put a new, put cog, a new in cog in, and they in, figure right? it out. Yeah, and that, maybe yeah, like, the new cogs have to figure it out, but they'll get there. For this, it's been it's been so weird because I'm like, well, I can do this, and then potentially go do comedy at night, and maybe mm. that becomes a you know. I can enjoy some success in that potential, like that, that could help aid the company and push that. And maybe that's a new role for me later. I don't know. Maybe I'm gone weekends and then I'm coming back here and streaming all day. And I'm like, that's kind of a fucking rad life. Yeah. You know, if I get to just go tour, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, come back Sunday, hang out with a lady. And then I'm here for the rest of the week. I could mm-hmm. definitely do that. It's just, I just, yeah, I don't know. It's very, it's, it's an, it's interesting, exciting and probably exhausting future to think about. No, oh, I mean, it's exhausting presence, but it's an exhausting in a good way. Whenever I come home exhausted, I feel like I've accomplished something. And, and I, the really outrageous days you can plan for. Last week, I had that thing where I was, uh, we had uh, sponsored guests in that I interviewed all day, yes. right? 
And when that, I knew I would be dead as a doornail when I got home because it wasn't even just the work part of it of talking to the microphone. It was the back end production planning of it. And then also the dimension of being the host yeah. outside of the hosting the show, right? Like yeah. driving the content out there, describing what they want to do. Why does she do that sometimes? I don't think I said there's something like it. You know, a smart watch. But yeah, I'm exhausted all the time, but it's a good exhaustion. I'd yeah. rather have that than be bored. I'd rather have that than be exhausted and not, uh, you know, control our destiny. I'm definitely never bored. That's one thing. 100%. Sure. That is, that is one thing I can say. Looking back on the last, on the years, looking back on my interactions and like, and just the, you know, how, how all of this has come about. It definitely wasn't boring. And I'm never, I'm definitely never at a point where, like, I hit a Saturday night and go, what am I going to do? Um, I, I feel like I earn my downtime. Sure. And like being able to, this is not crazy. I think probably you guys, but being able to sit and play a video game is like such a rare treat for me. Sure. That like if I can just carve out like two hours to play Cyberpunk tonight, that'd be pretty rad. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And that's kind of fun. I think that's probably where you want to be. I don't think you want to be at the point where you're like, well, I don't know what I'm gonna do today. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. Every one of my days is, you know, I'm very fortunate that even over the weekend I've got people texting me, hey, you want to come watch this fight? You want to come do this thing, this thing? And I have to unfortunately say no to people because I have to take a little time for myself. You know, and watch something on Netflix or do something, just relax for a little bit. But yeah, it's cool. Fun. I want to jump off something you said there, but I'll bring it to Rad, a.k.a. Daddy Sports. Daddy who wrote Sports. in on Twitter and says, does Nick ever feel like an outsider on the gaming side of kind of funny as an older gamer with different tastes slash preferences? Uh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys, there's like, it's, it's weird to be me in this company because I feel like there's two different companies. Sure. And I'm just simply not a part of the other version of it, side, aside from just helping out in the back end. But that's, how is that any different than me working at IGN? Hey, cool G. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, feel I always like, felt like an outsider there, too. But it's like, I, the, I hear you. And what I would say, though, is I feel like when you guys were the video team at, IGN mm -hmm. people didn't expect you to know games and games industry stuff inside and out like we do right right there was and there was so many video team people and so many games people it doesn't matter right whereas here just being 11 people like not only I, I it's weird that like you know the question there and how you phrase your answer right is like the stream team is such a big part of kind of funny games and the presence of kind of funny games right but even when me and blessing have our meetings and talk about the shows and we talk about the stream team like that feels like a, a, like a, another a silo unto itself where there's kind of funny there's stream team and kind of funny games yeah i think that's because there's not a divide but there is an idea immediately threw beer on myself yeah, <laughs> hell yeah in. brother i get pulled over how many of you had one modelo, one modelo sir there. oh there you go there's your first mistake um no but it's weird like i think andy said something the other day that was like it kind of tripped me out a little bit because someone was like, how are you guys? I think it was like when we were doing either Spider-Man 2 or Mario. I think it might have been a Spider-Man 2. He was like, how are you guys? Yeah. Said, how are you streaming? This? this is the big thing. So we're, we finally got the ability to co-stream to TikTok. Yeah. And this we, was strictly a technical holdup on why we weren't doing it earlier. And it was exactly what Andy says he gets on his channel all the time. Where yeah. <laughs> Isn't it because like Roger couldn't log into the account or something stupid like it's that? Not, yeah, I mean, that makes it sound like it's Roger's fault. It was completely TikTok's fault and then a really bad TikTok backend. But thank you to our TikTok co contact who helps us make, make it work. But it was what Andy had predicted happens on his streams where people pop up. How are you playing this game early? And. Oh, and Andy was like, we're games journalists. And we're streaming this, and I was like, and you were you had a you know Spider Man mask on. You're like, are we? <laughs> well, that's the thing that that is the thing that like we skate that line, and it's sometimes it's never difficult for me, but that is what makes me end up feeling more like an outsider when you guys do do the games journalist stuff. Yeah, yeah. I and it's no disrespect. 
I just don't have an interest in that. Oh, sure. I don't want to. I don't want to be that person to the audience. I want to be an entertainer. I want to be a comic. I want to be a goofball. I want. This is the shit that I wanted to do. Mostly because we did that stuff for 10 years at IGN. And I was just yeah. like, that's cool. Been there, done that. I want to be goofy and silly and have people follow me because it's fun. And, and I want to entertain people and not necessarily have to worry too much about the minutia of like when and if, like, you know, what this game is and what it means to the greater world from a critical standpoint. Yeah. No, I don't think that sounds insulting at all. Yeah. I Honestly, it's the same way I feel about movies. Where, again, like when I – it's crazy to me after – starting this i mean and not even talking about a game over greggy channel but i mean starting this with uh you tim colin right where it was this idea of we broke off and we're doing the thing and like everything we touched everything right oh, yeah. we had to touch everything and the fact that there are just runs of shows that i never listened to or even know i i know that the loki screencast is happening i right. know saw in review is happening but i have no idea what the in jokes that are happening on it are what references are coming out of it and da 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 where it's like i feel the inverse of what you're talking about a lot of times where it's like i don't feel i feel like i'm kind of funny games yeah like i don't feel i i know i do the kind of funny podcast but even then it's like on this channel where you're watching the kind of funny podcast right there's so many pieces of content that are entertainment that just aren't my jam right That's, yeah i'm not that guy i get that yeah and thankfully i mean this again another another you know feather in tim's cap of him being able to put together the, the anthony carbonis the sage ryan's the people sure. who can then come in and actually like propel the content forward because that was a kind of juices moment that i had to have um or rather i think maybe tim had to have with me where he was like hey like you know we have to strike that balance between like like celebrating shows and being critical of shows. And I know that mm -hmm. from, from my experience, I like to be critical of things. If I don't like something, I like to find the audience of people that are like, oh, we're looking for that level of criticism. I yeah. like that's, but I, I kind of. You want to do like hardcore film criticism and narrative. Yeah, no, not hardcore film criticism, but I don't necessarily want to celebrate something just for the sake of celebrating something because it is a brand that's, that I identify with. Like, I, I think that there's merit in, and not to say that the guys don't do that because I know they're critical of some of the yeah, Star Wars yeah, course, stuff like course. that. But, like, I have a tendency to be like, if I don't like something, I'll, I'll, I'll hijack the podcast. And I do think that there's sometimes people go, hey, dude, we're just like, we like this thing. We know these people kind of like this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there is merit to being like, why don't you just let us celebrate this thing and maybe you go, you don't rail on fucking Last Jedi for the 300th time. You know? Somebody's got to. I mean, do we have to? I don't think we have to anymore. I think history. I think that was a good one. If I'm being 100 percent honest, one in the, yeah. You know, yeah, I think I Star Wars has railed on itself enough over the last two years. I tried watching Andor again. I'm sorry. I hate. I, can't, I hate to say it. It's oh, fucking. Nick, it gets good watched, four episodes in. Uh, bro, Andor changes the game. Everyone's like, changes the game. Changes the game, Nick. I watched the first episode. I was like, I don't know if this changes change the game. Shit. People are like, keep watching. Gonna love it. Second episode, Diego Luna. Just all these five minutes straight, walking around. Walking around in the volume. Did he bump into anyone? No. It's, he didn't bump into anyone. He didn't talk to anyone. You know why? Because they don't have any fucking money. They don't have anyone else on the set. Sure. It's just him sure. and the volume. I'm like, what are we doing? This is a 30-minute show. 15 minutes of it is him just walking do down the street. Wish, do you wish? Now, by the way, I walk in today, and Roger goes, dude, I started watching Strange New Worlds. That show fucking rocks. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you know why? Because in the first fucking second, something happens in the show. And then every scene in that show dude, has a purpose. Remember, I love Discovery. Discovery's and I, and I and I but again this is uh, kind of where I'm taking our conversation in general because I never I did a little bit of season two but fell off and there's just like I've never and I, this and that was long before Ben so we can't even chalk that up to being a parent but it's just like the oversaturation of content which I don't think is a bad thing I'm glad that everything's there for everybody but I feel like there was a time before when you could actually go, what is going on 
spot where you yeah, could actually go and like consume the main major stuff. And so like what I want to ask you was, do you think getting more Star Wars for you as a you were you were a huge Star Wars fan, correct? I was a huge Star Wars fan. Exactly. Yes. Do you think it was kind of a monkey paw situation where like there was so much excitement? I remember you tearing up. I think maybe even shedding a tear during uh, Force Awakens. Trailer. Yeah, when he said Chewie were home, I was like, Yeah, I remember you guys right. doing reacts. I think for the spare bedroom for that. And we like did. I remember it, was, it being it like a, a huge ago, moment, yeah. right? Yeah. And it was like, wow, this is so invigorating and cool. And now it's just like, meh, there's like so much stuff. It's, I mean, the same could be said for Marvel, the same could be said for video games. Of course, the same could be said for every property out I'm there. Right? Bring video games into this. Well, you know what I mean. It's like you get excited about things you get excited about, and I don't want, I don't want to sit here and and, and poo poo things that people really enjoy. But yeah, Star Wars. I just think, I just think Disney on on the streaming side has a lot of ground to make up for, and I think there's a lot of great shows out there like Strange New Worlds that are that are taking those properties and like updating them yeah, yeah, and yeah. still keeping some of the DNA alive. And obviously it's easier for Star Trek to do that because predominantly it's been a television show. So having it just be a streaming television show is not that hard, but you just look at the level of storytelling and craft that's going into that. And it's, I'm just not seeing it translating over to the Marvel shows or the Star Wars shows. I'm just not seeing it. Right. Sure. They just feel, did you even try Ahsoka? I just, I watched the first episode really? and I was like, eh. I haven't tried it. But it's that thing where it's like it's, I saw I, again, like TikTok does such a great job of recapping me on cool yeah, things. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, this all seems cool. And as someone who's such a casual Star Wars fan, I don't think I need to go watch all of it. I liked seeing this moment. Yeah, I just think it's not, none of it. That's and that's the problem, right? Is none of it's need to watch. Mm -hmm. All of it's just entertainment for if you want it, and that's totally fine. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But there used to be things that were sacrosanct. There used to be like the the the. Must Star Wars is not even must even like Star Wars was just a fucking cultural moment every time when a Star Wars movie came out, and unfortunately, it's just not that anymore. I, I couldn't be less excited for the quote unquote new Skywalker or the Ray Skywalker trilogy that's supposed to be happening. I'm like, yeah. I believe when I, a, I'll believe when I see it, yeah. and B, it's like, I just know what it's gonna be. It's yeah, gonna yeah, yeah. there's no way they're gonna try to expand that out beyond another emperor, another empire, another rebellion, another thing like that. It's like they, they've pigeonholed themselves so badly into that sort of format and formulaic aspect of star wars and that's why i just think it's like i just watch star trek they can do whatever the fuck they want in star trek because no one's super powered and they don't have jedi and it's just like whatever good it's all politics yeah, I, and all moral conundrums. i think the fact that it was always it. even though it was kirk show right and spock but it was there was but always an ensemble cast but it wasn't it was an ensemble cast yeah. and yes kirk was the lead kirk is what you think of but every episode had to do with someone's it was always like planet or it was spock doing this thing and like for instance like spock you know always be, spock being half human and half and a half vulcan was always that was always interesting. He always had a story that it was like, you know, low-key, you know, uh, thematic of or the theme was just like racism, right? Yeah, yeah. Like the, the Vulcans hate the humans. They're very racist against humans. And so that was they were always able to explore those those sort of really intense issues, but wrap it in this wrapping of, of, of Star Trek. And I just feel like Star Wars is never going to be able to do that. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah. You know, I think Star Wars is always going to be surface level action adventure kind of show and i'm sure people are like fucking pounding on their keyboards like watch ahsoka watch this but i just can't i just i sit there to the watch it and favorite. my brain just goes this feels like an it feels like this right a half empty can of soda that's just been it's just not there's nothing there for me have you started watching loki yet uh no season one of loki was very very fine yeah but again it just feels like it just feels like when i watch these shows that i that i'm kind of wasting my time it doesn't feel like there's any yep. real real importance to them in the, in the grand world and when you have so many different properties for marvel 
you need to make all of them count or else it's all just starts none sounding like matter. it's just yeah, points. Yeah, yeah. none of it matters it doesn't yeah. matter right yeah it's uh it, it, it you need to feel like these things are to some degree real or at least mattering for it to keep my attention otherwise i just i'm like this other there's better shit out i there. feel like that's the thing with me with it right where i'm you know we're in a bad place obviously when WandaVision launches, right? It's pandemic. It was just exciting to have new content. It was, you know, uh, waking up in the morning to watch it, to then react to it, to do the thing, right? But it was, I feel like all of the Marvel stuff recently has done that run up to the edge of the diving board and then stop short of jumping. Where everything has been like, oh, well, WandaVision's doing this to lead into Multiverse of Madness. So it's really going to, oh, well, they're going to show Kang. So this is going to be this thing. Right. And well, they're going to, this is happening in Miss Minutes. And it's all these things where it's like, everybody's like, oh, maybe they still do pay off for Secret Wars or whatever. But it's like, at this point, you've rimmed me so long. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we, like, when are you going to give me the You know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. so it's like, no, I'm not. Ex I like Loki. I'm just, uh, it's, Loki is so uh, Secret Invasion. Yeah. It's happening. I see the people's reactions. Nobody's saying, oh my God, this, you gotta see this. And like, I don't even know what that would right. be anymore if there was. I mean, I fucking, Peter Parker showing up or whatever, sure. But like, something. It's just like, at this point, it's just like, all right, well, it's all there. And I'm like, I'm gonna watch it and it'll be fine. But I'm not like, the more episodes come in, the more I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I gotta watch all this stuff. And meanwhile, House of Usher, I'm watching on Netflix. That's what everyone's talking edge about. Edge of my fucking seat every see, time. See, that's what so I'm talking good. about. And, and again, problem, not even right? like, the narrative, because in the beginning they tell you what's about going to happen or whatever, yeah. but then just the performances and like again, to, like we're pivoting all over the place. I know, but like obviously Rahul's in that show and we love Rahul and yada yada. yada. Rahul fucking crushes it. Mark Hamill. He was the best part of Midnight Mass. Crushes Matt. it. Midnight Pike Matt. from fucking the first Star Trek movie from the 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 one they rebooted with the uh, oh Bruce Greenwood. Sure, we know who I'm talking about when he the comes and gets Bat Kirk out of the bar and the all the guy that does stuff. Batman's voice a lot in the animation. Yes, yeah, it's Bruce. Dude, that from Gerald's game. Yeah, he's a Batman. Dude. Oh my God, is he awesome in yeah, this fucking really show? Good. He's got it's that, that thing voice. where I'm watching and it's like, this is what I'm talking about. Of like, this is awesome. This is riveting. Oh. Like, it was that thing the other night where you, this is how you know it's good. Where Jen's like, we sat down on the couch and I was like, so want to play Diablo? And she's like, not really. I'd rather keep going with the show. I'm like, all right. She's like, what do you, I'm like, I will remote play Diablo up here. I want to play. I need, I need to play. I need to play or whatever. Get back in and I was doing that thing where I'm like, drifting off uh, you know what i mean i'm doing the thing when i'm watching the show and then mm -hmm. it was like well we got one left for tomorrow i'm like let's do it now and i turned off diablo and put it down just to finish the show yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? like so fucking good and i like again that's in in quotes i guess annual thing from mike flanagan and crew right of like them doing these their horror show for yeah. netflix or whatever and it's just like i wish that there was like that kind of must-see TV for Marvel. Well, I mean, that's the... Superman I'm seeing a lot of interesting feedback in the in the live chat, too. And people are saying, you know, they're turning over to showrunners now for the Marvel shows. Yeah, so yeah, they made a be, about that. You know, obviously, they were they were trying to get the streaming platform up. They were trying to keep these properties going when there's a massive pandemic and all sorts. Of, I mean, now they're dealing with um, uh, the strike and all that situation is probably not going to be easy coming back from as well. But, you know, so I'm hopeful. But at the same time, and also someone said, how does Nick have... Not like the Star Wars shows, he loves suits. To be fair... I fully recognize Suits not a good show, right? Suits fits into that category for me of like, I need a show that's dumb that turns my brain off at night. No that stakes. I can, there's no fucking stakes. I don't care. It's dumb. It's a guilty pleasure show. But I hold Star Wars and Marvel shows to a slightly higher standard, candidly, right? I want them to be on the same level as the House of Ushers, as uh, the, uh, what was the one with the, shoot, the uh, watch Watchmen, right? Oh yeah. I want oh. I want the Watchmen ah! HBO show. Like you watch that, you're like, why? Succession. Are, 
Succession, uh, which I, of course, railed against. I did not love, but oh, really? I, I recognize that's a great show. Okay. I just couldn't, too much anxiety when I watch it. Sure. I don't like the characters. They're all assholes to each other. Mm. They're all mean. Accurate. For whatever reason, when I watch a show like that, I'm like, this makes me hate the world. Okay. I don't, like, because everyone's like, oh, that's so funny. I was like, this is the fucking Murdochs. Like, this really happens. Like, it's stick happening. With ha- stick with House Usher then, because, like, it's a similar vibe, but they all get theirs. Fair enough. Revenge comes for all of them. Yeah, well, not that I want to see anyone die, but it's one of those things where, like, when you're in that yeah. area, you know, I'm watching Sex Education on Netflix right now. Yeah. It's one of my favorite shows. Uh, it's done. I think I don't, uh, it's, you know, falling under the Netflix sword, which is always like three and done. And if I can just jump in real quick, because I think Sex Education is a, a good show. I remember I watched first season. I liked yeah. it a lot. But to the Suits thing, like, Jen, her dumb show is Grey's Anatomy. And Perfect every time example. I sit down next to her and I play a game next to her, and I, I'm like, oh, what did that doctor do? Oh, wait, cash, like, it's soap opera. It's Nashville. And I'm just like, operas. this is so much fun. Suits is a soap opera yeah, about lawyers in New York. Stupid. That's all it is. And you know, it's you, everyone needs that level of show where you're sitting there, but you're really just shopping on Amazon. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, it's a dumb turn your brain off. And it, again, it's no disrespect to the, the people that make suits. And I'm sure it's coming back now because it was so popular. But I, that's that's in a different category of, you know, the, the three-tiered Nick way of looking at things right there's good 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 yeah, bad yeah. and bad bad right suits isn't yeah. good bad yeah no one's gonna watch that show and be like wait a minute you're gonna tell me the premise of the show i love when you rub your face the premise of the show Laurel, you're gonna tell me the arrow came Laurel, down here Laurel, you're gonna tell me that this guy's been faking being a lawyer <laughs> for like three years in new york this guy gets written up in the fucking new york post like new york uh, not washington post uh what's the big in the newspaper for like all of these yeah, amazing yeah. things that he does and he never gets caught it's like it's a completely stupid Fucking dumb soap opera. It's just a reason to have uh, have drama and, and put and turn your brain off. But there is actually really great TV out there, and I would urge people to go watch it. House of Usher sounds like it's great. Sex Education is great. Um, what do we just? Oh, Billions. Unfortunately, it's not great anymore. Billions took a nosedive, and I just can't. I'm like, I need. But was that ever good? The first like two to three seasons of Billions. That was the other problem, right? Is because Billions and Succession started happening at the same time, and for whatever reason, I like to pick sides. I was like, I'm a Billions guy. Sure. I'm a billion. You went guy. Betamax in this argument. Oh my god, I went Betamax <laughs> so hard. Um, because Billions was great. The first couple seasons of it, you're like, oh my god. Like, the, have you have you watched any of it at all? No, I don't even know what it's about. Basic concept is Sam Giamatti plays the the Attorney General for New York. Okay. Um, and I forget Damian Lewis, I think is the guy's name. Um, he's a British actor, plays in a lot of American roles. He was in Band of Brothers. He plays a guy named Bobby Axelrod, who's like a billionaire investor. Okay. And it's a cat and mouse game of, of those guys trying to take each other out. Oh, okay. And it's kind of a game of egos, and it's a game of like out out strategizing each other. And he's trying like he's trying to put Bobby in jail. He's like, I know you're crooked, but I can't figure out why. Meanwhile, his wife is the therapist that works at Axelrod Inc. Or like, oh. she's the one that is like a performance coach for all of his people. Okay, because that's her job. And so there's that dynamic too. And they kind of have like a flirtatious mm-hmm. thing. And it's like mm-hmm. anyway, so the first couple first couple seasons are really fucking good. But I think they're on. Um, I think we're watching it on like. Hulu now it's one of those where it's like it used to be a Showtime show but now it's like been syndicated out throughout mm. whatever and they're just trying to finish it up and literally every single fucking episode is two people sitting across the table from each other guess what I did today and it's like I tried to fuck you by doing the X Y and Z and it's it's the definition of tell don't show uh, you know lame. where it's it's just gotten it's gotten pretty bad see I, I was going a different but way I'm still with it, for it right where it was like my dumb show, and I know it was your dumb show for a long time too, and but this is years ago, was Ballers. Oh, Ballers. Where Ballers on HBO on a Sunday night or whatever. Yeah, like uh, I've watched whatever Game of Thrones bullshit, mm-hmm. like, you know, serious thing, and now I'm just watching The Rock, you know, have sex and like uh, do drugs and Rob Corddry's there. But it was that thing of like, I have, there was no, oh, 
Ballers has jumped the shark. Ballers is just one day my brain was like, we're not watching Ballers anymore. And I never watched Ballers again. No, and Baller- I've never been like, how did Ballers end? I need to know. Oh, I'll tell you how it ends. How does it end? It ends with him uh, being an investor in like a, the, the Las Vegas football team. See, and that was my thing is like. And so you want to talk about Jump the Shark. That's when it became. That's when the season of this show actually got kind of boring because yeah. it got too broad. Okay. It, it went from him going, I'm going to be a talent manager to the same thing happened with Entourage, by the way. If, I don't know if you ever watched Entourage, watch but Entourage, it became yeah. like uh, the Ari Gold character ended up fucking running the studio, which was. It kind of, actually, that kind of makes sense because it happens in Hollywood all the time. But this way, he was like, what's the big stake that's going to happen? And the whole time, he was like, I want to be a part owner in a team because that gives me like real. Yeah, I remember that. Power. I vaguely remember that. Yeah, and yeah, he was yeah. like, but I want to do it for the, for the players so they get like medical yeah, care yeah, and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he also wants to be a billionaire. Um, so they end up, that's how, I think it ends with him standing on the hill watching them like break ground on the, on the, on the new Coliseum or whatever it's going to be when the Raiders come to yeah, Vegas yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. it was. Um, but it was also one of those shows where you could tell the last season they were like, we're, we're scraping along to get this done yeah. and just get it, get it. Get yeah. It Entourage had been also, I, w- my problem with Entourage is that I watched Entourage not knowing that it was the dumb, this is just a background show. Where I kept waiting for Vinny Chase's terrible decisions to catch up with him. And they did a whole season where he was dating like Sasha Gray and a drug addict. And I was like, finally, we're going to get some character development. And by the end, it's like the fucking end of that Simpsons episode with Ron Howard and the money bags. Happy days are yours and mine. Like, he just gets out of it totally fine, scott free. Oh, yeah. And he's right back to womanizing and being crazy and being Aquaman. Both of those shows, and by the way, watching going back and watching Entourage, you want to talk about a show that could not be made today. I hate to use the word problematic, but let's just, we'll, we'll, we'll. Put that it's out like literally the Me Too movement. You're like, holy so like, shit. This is the yeah. root of the cause. Yes. <gasps> so that notwithstanding, it's one of those things that is it, like Entourage, for instance. I'm sorry, uh, Ballers, for instance. You live vicariously through like the Vinny Chase or the or the Rock character, right? There's some level of it that's like if you've ever liked sports or entertainment, there's a fantasy fulfillment element of like seeing what that what the rise is of someone who's becoming an actor who's going to be Aquaman and James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I always liked about that was Vinny Chase is the worst character on that. Oh yeah, because it's not about him; it's about the entourage. It's about it's about sort of all of the the people that get caught up in that orbit. Yeah, and and the silliness that happens there. Um, But what's people don't realize is that that character, that Jeremy Piven character, is a real person. Oh sure, like he's—it's based on a real guy. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. Um, so and apparently he's he's insane too. But yeah, I don't know. Ballers, I I I don't know if there are any of those shows on air right now that are like let's tune out and just live vicariously through this person and watch them sort of rise to fame. I guess like Mar- Marvelous Miss Maisel was kind of that for a second mm, for me. Okay, where I'm like, this is as I start. What's that? Lois Lane. I know. Uh, Rachel Brosnahan. Um. It was fun for me to watch that because it was right when I started comedy. And I was like, oh, what? I'm like, and she would go to the clubs and bomb. And I was like, oh, that's actually pretty cool. There's a show about this. Like, this is speaking to me right now. Which yeah, is cool. yeah, yeah. And then that one kind of went out. And then for whatever reason, they, they're like, you know what's going to be great? We're going to take her out of the clubs of New York and put her in the Catskills. <laughs> and Why she's not? Fall in love with uh, fucking Shazam. What's his I name? I didn't watch it. Zachary Levi? Yeah, he's in it. For oh, like, wow. It's got boring. Got weird. That sucks. But people tell me to come back to it. Like, you got to watch less. People say come back to everything. Oh, you got to watch Andor. Even people like, watch Andor. Fucking watch Smallville. Be happy. I'm with you with that show. Like it kind of fell apart, but the ending is so good that it makes it worth coming back just to. Can I just jump into the last season? Yeah, probably. All right, I'm just gonna do that. Yeah. Because I want to know how it ends. You I might really even do. be able to jump into the last episode. The way it. I, um. No, I'll watch the last season. Yeah. There's just so many good shows out there, man. I watch like, especially even on Amazon. I watch Jack Ryan. I love that fucking show. That Jack Ryan slaps. Yeah. yeah. Aquaman from Smallville. Was he? Yeah. Who was Aquaman from Smallville? Jack Ryan, the the guy that played. What's his name's husband? Yeah, John Krasinski. Oh no! 
What's, what am I thinking of? What's I don't the, know. What are you thinking of? Yeah, chat. There's some other fucking like Jack Ryan. Oh, show. Jack Reacher. Yeah. Yeah. You're thinking yeah, uh, Jack Reacher. That's Alan one. Richardson or whatever. That dude's fucking big. Yeah. He should be Batman. I've said it. Isn't he too big to be Batman? So big. Yeah. He's yeah. so big, dude. I don't know what that guy did to get that big for Jack Reacher, but it can't be legal. Well, you're not competing. That's fair. The Roys are legal as long as you're not like competing. I don't right? think they're legal. I don't think really. I mean, you have. I don't think Kevin, you, you told me they were legal. That's why we you just say you're going to change my life. Yeah, I don't know if they're you keep are, taking your special pills. Okay. All right, I think if a doctor gives you testosterone, it's legal. Okay. But I think a lot of these guys get it illegally because oh, okay. they're cycling on and on of these things. And I don't think, I think it's damaging to your health. So it's not legally sanctioned by the, uh, the uh, Food and Drug Administration, the FDA. I could be wrong, though. And if I'm wrong, please start selling me some steroids right now because I want to go on tea so badly. Yeah, there he is. That's him from like 20 years ago. That's him on Google, Smallville. Can you Google him now? That's a ridiculous sh- uh, That's like outfit. such a terrible Listen, costume. There was so 10 seasons of Smallville. We got a lot right. We got a lot wrong. Don't worry about it. Can you Google Alan Richardson, Jack Reacher, shirtless? Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. I had a split second thought the other day that you're going to really enjoy. Okay. You're going to really enjoy. And I want to. <laughs> I love when you text me on the weekends. Yeah. As opposed to when Tim texts me. Different vibes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, <laughs> I got Bro. bad news. Okay. So don't Business freak out. might be close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no. My Jesus my split Christ. second thought the other day was I I it was a stressful day already of content that was on in front of me, right? Yeah. And it was one of those I got out of bed and just rake after rake after rake, right? Everything's going wrong. Like it's a tick 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 tick. Jesus Christ. He's so big. God bless him. Yeah, he looked fucking great. I gotta take show. more selfies in hotel rooms. I took the one nude and showed it to you, but I don't tell you, everybody else I see, but everybody's got selfies. You did. You did. Up. God, I've seen you guys naked a lot. It's weird. But, so it's already like, I gotta get going, and I'm already. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. He'd be an awesome you know Batman. <laughs> Are you kidding me? He would look so big. He's a Thor. Yeah, but I just feel like, man, it'd be cool to like. I don't know. I just like. I you like already him. had the I, I like him big Batman and Batflick. All right. Now we're going the opposite way. Oh, good for Ben Affleck. But he got through unscathed. <laughs> got through unscathed. What were you going to say? Sorry. Like texting me something? No, no. A, a split second thought that yeah. you're going to enjoy. Go for it. Such a rough morning into what I knew was a rough day. And it's like, it was one of those things where like, I could literally feel my hair turning gray. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Of mm-hmm. like all the things that are happening. And I literally had that. And you know how thoughts are. So this isn't like a real thought, but like that split second thought of like, maybe I'll go outside and have a cigarette with Kevin. <laughs> Oh yeah! Can you imagine? That's one. If I was just like, Kevin's like, I'm over a cigarette with cool and I was like, I'm coming too. <laughs> just give yeah, me so one of these. I have a, uh, I have a story about coughing that. like a 13 year old behind the 7-Eleven. I used to smoke a lot at when we were in the Brisbane office. Yeah. Well, I smoked a lot when we were in the second in Townsend office as well. But when we were at IGN, I used to smoke probably about a half pack a day. And I remember smoking Jesus. a cigarette outside with Craig Baradon and Paris Snyder walked up and he goes, "Hey man." Can I get one of those? Ah. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. And I was yeah. like, absolutely, dude. And like, we smoked a cigarette. And he's like, I used to smoke a long time ago, but to have one of those days, like, yeah. He's like, I just need a cigarette. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. And we just didn't talk about anything else. Oh, no. And then I smoked with him a couple times in, in Germany because when he went in Germany, he was oh, like, sure, yeah, yeah. international waters, you're fine. That's all awesome. But I'll never forget that. I remember like seeing a look in his eyes and I'm like, man, you look like, you look like you've got the, you know, the freaking stress of the company on your shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Needing a cigarette. You know, Perry's always smiling and laughing. So yeah, I'll never let yeah, you know yeah. if you're stressed out or whatever. But yeah, that makes sense now. 
He's like most Germans, very light and easy going. Usually, Just always smiling, <laughs> not a, always not a care always world. cutting it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kind of Funny Podcast where Nick and Greg just bullshit around with each other. If you want to bullshit with us, head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny. Of course, over on patreon.com slash kind of funny, you can get each and every episode ad free. You can get 400 bonus episodes of content. You can be watching live as we record it. Just like Gody Hagler was, Lexi G was, DJ Kento was, Madeline Stanley were. They all enjoyed it. Melissa Hagler says, would recommend. Please recommend to your friends. Uh, of course, uh, like I said, ad free, all that jazz, all the other shows live is recorded. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, if you're not there, though, youtube.com slash kind of funny. Podcast services around the globe each and every week for a brand spanking new episode. Next week, we'll be back. Will we have Andy? Will we have Tim? Will we have Maybe. Things? I don't. I was going to tease other people. I don't think we have anybody. I don't think we have anybody. Oh, fair, fair, fair. Got it. I, got think it, that's, got it. I see where you're going. It's a whole thing. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, been our pleasure to serve you.